Thank you, Adonai, that it says in your Torah that you don't add to it. You don't subtract from it. It's got a finite length and a finite width, but it's got infinite depth. Thank you, Adonai, for the infinite depth of your word. Wow, thank you, Father. Do you see it? It's got a finite width. It's got a finite length. We're not meant to add a little bit to it. But man, we can dig into it. We can dig to China. (laughs) And there ain't no virus when we dig to China. Good to be around you crazies again. I see that you haven't lost any of your craziness. In fact, being cooped up inside <laughs> has made you all more crazy than even before. All right. Bless the Lord. The glory of the Lord is our strength. The glory of the Lord fills the temple. Who wants the glory of the Lord? (laughs) The glory of the Lord is our rear guard, it says. And Moses couldn't even enter because of the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. (laughs) I'm here to tell you today that in this Torah portion, we see a different glory of the Lord. If there's such a thing. So let me recap a little bit of the start of the portion, like Val did. Um, So God said to Moses, go and spy out the land that I'm going to give you. Now, talk about a setup. If God was giving it to them in the first place, then why they even have to spy it? So that was a setup, by the way. See how much faith they had. So 12 leaders go to the land. They check out the fruit. Fruit's big. They put some grapes on a pole. They bring some other fruit as well back. They come back after 40 days. And they give a report and they say, check out this fruit. This is a land flowing with milk and honey. This is a really good land. We can build here. We can plant here. But. See, that's one word that God doesn't really care for. But. Them people in that land, they're a whole lot bigger than us. And compared to them, we look like these little, little hoppity little creatures on the ground. And we can't take them. There's no way we could take them. We would lose that boxing match. We would lose that war. There's no way we can take them. 
So the fruit is good, the land is good, yeah, but we can't go. Now Joshua and Caleb tried to encourage them. Come on, guys, we could do it. God took away their protection. They're bred for us, those giants. We can do this thing. Come on, guys. Who here wants the glory of the Lord? <laughs> now you don't afraid to answer. So they're complaining. Joshua and Caleb are trying to encourage him. They're not listening. And then they finally say, let's get some stones and kill them. Because we're going back to Egypt where things were a whole lot easier. Apparently the Egyptians were a lot shorter and less scary. And we're going back there, so let's pick up stones. And then the scripture says, and then the glory of the Lord came down into the tabernacle. Who here wants that glory of the Lord? <laughs> That's like teacher coming in when the students are misbehaving. That's mom and dad coming in when you're having an unsolicited party. That's an uh-oh kind of glory of the Lord. That is a we are in big trouble glory of the Lord. So who wants the glory of the Lord? All right, all right, all right. Uh, this Torah portion is feed and fodder to the most amazing sermons across Christianity. We can take the land. And it should be because it's an amazing reality of life in the Lord. The reality of what we see here in this story is true for every single one of us. And I am blessed that we read it kind of just after Pentecost, Shavuot. Because Pentecost, Shavuot, is the empowerment by his spirit. And now we see this Torah portion when the people of God get their assignment. So we get the empowerment from the spirit and then we get the assignment. Does everybody here know that you're on assignment? Does everybody here know that you're on a mission? Does everybody here know whether you're young in the Lord like Aiden or old in the Lord like me? You're on assignment. You're on a mission. That is life in the Lord, and don't ever forget it. But what do we learn that's so relevant for everyone, whether you're young in the Lord or an old-timer like me in the Lord? What's the lesson in this? It's, it's not complicated. The assignment that God gives for you the land that he has for you to conquer is bigger than you. It's bigger than your abilities. It's bigger 
than what you're able to do. What kind of powerful God would he be if he gives us an assignment that we could do anyway without him? But the shift happens after Pentecost. This is why we need the social distance because I'm spitting already. Watch out, Peter. Because the assignment that we have when we're empowered is an assignment that's bigger than what you or I can do in the natural. Not by might, our might. Not by power, our power. But by his spirit, says the Lord. This is the post-Pentecost lesson that God calls us to conquer things, to occupy things that are bigger than us. That are bigger than us. That's bigger than the little world that we put ourselves in. That's bigger than the little bubble that we put ourselves in. We come into the Lord and we bring what we have, and what we have is beautiful, and it's holy, and it's him. And we may come into the Lord, and you're like, you know what? I'm a pretty good singer. I think I'll join the worship team. And that's a blessing, and I'm not discounting that blessing. But God may say, you can already sing. I'm raising you up to be an evangelist or a prophet. And you may say, well, I already have the gift of prophecy. Well, that's good. But God is calling you to bigger. He's calling to conquer what is bigger than you. You know what I feel that God told me about prophecy very recently? You know how it is easy, it is too easy to speak generic prophecies over people. It is easy to say, God's got a plan for you. It's easy to say, You've been going through a lot, but God's taking you out of it. God is looking to bring us out of fortune cookie prophecies and into specifics. It's not easy to say, to somebody that you don't know, you're having a problem in your marriage, aren't you? I'm going to pray for you right now specifics. It's not easy to tell somebody, did you just lose your job? Let's pray over that right now. See, you may have a gift of prophecy, but God wants to bring us to new levels, and God wants us to conquer giants that are bigger than our own abilities. And that's how we exercise our faith. Because that is an exercise in and of itself of faith. We can't do this on our own. So I ask you today, is there a giant before you that is just too big for you? Is there a situation that is simply too big for you that God has you in front of? If so, it might be from him. And your mission is to conquer it. See, God hates that word, but. He especially hates, yeah, but. 
So, Father, help us to not say, yeah, but <laughs> when you put a land before us. Because you, Father, you put things before us that we know are bigger than us. This is the lesson. This is the amazing lesson for walking with you. That it's not doing what we can. It's doing what we can't by your power and by your spirit. It's not doing what we can. It's doing what we can't without you, God. And that's the bread for the young and the old. You know, it was Joshua that said, or maybe it was Caleb, that said, they're bread for us. They're bread for us. Do you know what bread is? It's nourishment. It's what feeds us. It's what makes us strong. It's what makes us healthy. I am telling you right now, that when you have something going on in your life and it is too big for you, but you know it's from God and you can't avoid it because he's giving it to you, if you have the faith, the little mustard seed to say, I'm going to do it with his help. That's bread for you. Those giants are bread for you. And it's bread for the young and it's bread for the old. Because no matter how long you've been walking with the Lord, he's going to put something before you that is too big for you to conquer on your own. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Adonai. Thank you, Adonai. We can do all things through who? We can do all things through who? We can do all things through who? No, that's not what I is. We can all we can do all things through who strengthens me. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You know, we have to exercise faith a lot more than Moses did. We walk by faith, not by sight. You know, those suckers in the wilderness, they walked by sight and not by faith. We have to listen to the Holy Spirit, which is less visible than what they had to deal with. But when we do that, you know what we become? We become, we become risk takers. And I tell you right now that God wants in this hour a body of risk takers. Imagine a body who feels in the Lord that this is where they're to go. This is the land. These are the giants. I cannot do it by myself. It is too big. It is beyond my abilities. I cannot by myself heal my family. I cannot by myself heal this illness. I cannot learn this new trade. I cannot get this new job. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. And I feel, as with a mustard seed of faith, I feel it is God saying, this is my land to conquer. There's risk in doing it, but I'm going to take that risk. God is waiting for a body of risk takers. Risk takers. 
Imagine a body who won't delay. Well, delay, you got to pray about things and you got to fast. I get it, I get it, I get it. But when you feel that the Lord, when you obeying the Spirit, as crazy, imagine a, imagine a body who will out there has the fortitude to go to somebody and say, I feel the Lord is telling me this about you or this about you or this about you. Risk taking up the game from fortune cookie prophecy to specifics. Imagine a body, imagine us willing to take risks, willing to say this is bigger than me, but I feel in my spirit that's where he's going. You know what God said about that land? He took away their protection. Who here is ready to accept the reality that when God gives you a land to conquer, he took away their protection? How many are willing to accept that if you have a family issue that's willing to be, that's, that, you, that he's calling you to conquer and overcome, that the protection of that evil thing is gone? God removed it. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. See, it starts the Torah portion with a different, different kind of glory of the Lord, right? Different kind of glory of the Lord. There's another kind of different glory that we see in, the, in this Torah portion. God said of Caleb, there's a different spirit in him. There's a different spirit in him. You know, if you ask a believer, what do you want to hear from the Lord? The normal answer is that well done, right? Everybody's waiting to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. It's like God giving us a little pat on the shoulder. Well done. You know what I want God to hear? What God to say, what I want to hear from God? This one has a different spirit. Like he said of Caleb. Does anybody else want that? As I want it. To hear God say, this one has a different spirit. See, the people of God always have a choice. Right? The people of God always have a choice. In the book of Genesis, we see if God, if there were ten righteous in a land, he would not bring judgment on the land. Here we see 10 people who didn't have that faith, who saw things only through their fleshly eyes. They saw things through what, only what they were able to conquer by themselves. But Joshua and Caleb had different spirits, and he said of Caleb, this one has a different spirit. Who here wants that different spirit? Who here wants this, that spirit of Caleb and not the spirit of those 10 who said, we can't do this. It's too big for me. 
Father, I pray over this body right now for that, that spirit of Caleb. In this hour, we are now in that post-Shavuot, post-Pentecost time. And the assignments are being given right now. Right now. And the lesson from this parsha, the Torah portion, is that the assignment is way, way bigger than we can do. We can't do it on our own. We can't. It's too much. It's too much. But with God, all things are possible. So, Father, I ask today for everyone here, those words that you spoke in the Torah over Caleb, this one has a different spirit than the others. Father, awaken that within us. Because Caleb lived 3,500 years ago. This is a greater generation than that generation. So, Father, awaken that spirit. Awaken that sight, that vision in all of us that we can take the land that God already said, I'm giving to you. Please stand and let me just pray this over you. So, Father, in, in this congregation, in this body right now, Father, we have um, lands set before everyone here. We have lands and giants to conquer in homes. We have lands and giants to conquer in businesses, in ministries, in health, issues of health. We have lands and giants to conquer in, in issues of finances right here. And in and of itself, there are addictions right here. But Father, I just speak the words that you spoke over everyone here in the name of Yeshua. This one has a different spirit. I speak that prophetically and I let Yeshua within me speak it over you. This one has a different spirit. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. It was a test. It was just a test that he had them go spy out the land. They didn't have to do it. They could have went in there with masks over their eyes. They could have went in there like this. And they would have taken the land. They could have turned around and took their little slingshots and, and they would have taken the land. They didn't have to spy it out. It was a test. It was a test from God. So they would know who would know that with him all things are possible. Who would know? That when he is for us, who can be against us? That who would know? That when he says he's given us the land, that means he's given us the land. There's no yeah, but in there. It was a test. And maybe the things that you see right now that are bigger than you is a similar type of faith test. He's only given you eyes to see it. So you'll know. 
that the victory is yours. Thank you, Father. In Yeshua's name, amen. Hallelujah.